Welcome back to the Headspace Sessions podcast. My name is Claire, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm from the community engagement team here at Headspace Adelaide. And we're recording it at the Headspace Adelaide Centre. So if you hear any background noises, that's probably what you're hearing. <laughs> Today, we're having a chat about getting into life. And we're joined by some awesome humans from Mindshare and some young people to have a chat about what they do to get into life. Thank you so much, Claire. Um, I'm Nate. Um, my pronouns are they, them. Um, I'm a visual artist um, focusing on mainly digital art through um, Procreate and other sort of programs like that on the iPad. So I kind of on the go with that, which is really easy and fun. Um, I'm also a um, volunteer with Mindshare, obviously. Um, and I love the work that I do there in terms of connecting community to one another. So people within the community and sort of celebrating creativity and uplifting people's gifts, I guess, and just sort of, you know, celebrating that as much as I can. So, yeah. Um, my name's Taylor. I go by the pronoun she, her. I'm an artist musician and I love creativity of all kinds. Um, a lot of my visual art focuses around smashing the stigma of mental health. And a lot of my music revolves around expression. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, and we're also joined here by Alice. Introduce yourself, Alice. Yep. yep. My name is Alice. I'm obviously, I don't mind any pronouns, and I'm from the youth reference group in Headspace, Adelaide here. Yep. And uh, well, when it comes to art, I'm usually doing traditional art, basically pen, pencil, and paper. Um, slowly getting into digital art, finally got myself a drawing tablet. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I can create um, poems or stories as like uh, more literal art as well. Yeah. yeah. And I guess I would say um, my personal art expression isn't so much. I wouldn't identify myself as an artist, but I do enjoy um, engaging in colouring in karaoke, some other fun activities, um, which I think fit under the art umbrella nicely. So today we're having a little bit of chat about getting into life. So um, at Headspace, we have the seven tips that we talk about all the time and are pretty well known. Um, but we thought we'd start breaking some of them down and having a chat about some of the specifics we do around those. So it's great to have you all here today and have a bit of a chat about that. What do you guys do, I guess, to get into life or what does get into life mean for you? Uh, I guess for me, Claire, um... I've really started to get into life more and more over the last five years. So what I've been trying to do um, consciously is connect with my community, be it art or music or any form of creativity. I really feel like that's making a really, like really strong connection with other people is a way to get into life. It's um, Yeah, definitely. I think we talk about getting to life, just being doing the things that you enjoy doing and making sure you actually do those. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. um, what about you, Alice? Do you have? Oh, I would get into life a lot more, but currently just uh, stressing about exams and assignments. So, <laughs> yes. hey, the normal uni life, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess what about outside of uni and those things? I guess in... Um, even though it's important during stressful times to make sure you make time to get into yeah. life, what would you find yourself normally doing? And 
Um, I usually draw um, as something creative. Otherwise, I might connect with friends, maybe do a few karaoke sessions with them. Yeah. Uh, don't be squawking like a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love karaoke as well. It's definitely something that I've found recently is a really good outlet because you can sort of, um, especially those booths where you can do it like together with your friends or even by yourself and you just get it for an hour and you get to put the songs in that you want to hear and have a really, I guess, it's cathartic in some ways, can get out a lot of emotions and have a really a loud sing-along. That's really yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> what about um, you guys, Nate or Taylor, do you have, or Taylor specifically, do you have yeah. any this that you like to do? Um, I love getting out and singing. Karaoke is mm. one of my favourite things to do, 100%. Um, apart from that, I just love to, like, schedule my days and stuff mm. and think about what I'm doing in terms of productivity, but then also making sure that I have some self-care stuff to make sure that I'm feeling good about that as well. Yeah, do, in that schedule, um, do you sort of mix it up and make sure obviously there's the important life things that need to happen, but um, making sure you have those things to do for yourself that you enjoy? Yeah, definitely. So, like, I definitely schedule time to, like, do art and write music and just sing and, yeah, spend yeah. time with friends. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, it sounds like we're all kind of keen on art and spend a lot of <laughs> yeah. our time focusing on that, which is awesome. Yeah. Um I'd be keen to, I guess, elaborate a bit more about art then and what, um, why, why it's useful to you to get into life that way and why it's uh, something that you utilise. I guess um, for me, Claire, um, art's a way to sort of work through my challenges with mental illness and to be able to reflect on my lived experience. Um, like I sort of mentioned before, connecting with others um, and getting their insights as well through my own art and me being able to provide insights um, and discussing my thoughts of other people's work is a really great way to work through what my mental illnesses are, um, what my challenges are, uh, what te techniques I can use to sort of better navigate my way through, mm. you know, a pretty hectic world that we live in. Mm. Um, and I really, I really believe that art can do that, yeah. you know, generate conversations with people that we may not have had or ideas that we may not consider, you know, that kind of style. So I yes. really think that's a, a beautiful way to do that through yeah. any so form of art, you know, music, yeah. art, uh, visual art, <laughs> anything, yeah. drawing, yeah. Yeah, so it kind of helps you make sense of Make sense world. of the world. Yeah, yeah make sense of the world. Totally, totally, yeah. 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 That's really cool that you talk about the different perspectives too and how that can offer um, a different viewpoint in different ways. I think Alice and I were chatting about earlier today about um, the expressions of art and how some of them can be direct and indirect. Do you yeah. want to elaborate that mm. a little bit? Oh. Well, um since I do art in more of like a traditional sense where it's like drawing with like just pen and pencil on paper and all, um, I personally like usually do a lot of art and they can be like pretty indirect as in like pretty much, um, what's the word again? Symbol, symbolism, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, cause like I think symbolism is kind of like really creative in itself as well as directive art. Directive is really like straightforward, straight to the point. You get the idea and the gist of it. Symbolism, it's kind of like open to your own viewpoints on how you interpret the art and everything like that. So I usually like to do stuff like that and see what other people think, if like what they feel. Mm. Yeah. 
Do you find that discussion then helps form, I mean, maybe some of your future art or helps elaborate the art itself? Mm, that's an interesting question. Um, well, it also pretty much like motivates me to continue doing art and like if I can't improve everything like anatomy, which is yeah. a massive factor of it. Um, and like also like gives me inspiration and maybe like I can do like comebacks and see if anything new has changed or happened. Mm, mm. That's awesome. I think that's a great way that you can be I guess, fluid in some sense and evolve some of the art as you go along with the connection you can have with that. What about you, Taylor? Do you find something with the connection with your art that's something that comes along um, with the things you produce or if what your expression is with art? Yeah, so um, with visual art, I find that it's an amazing distraction technique for me. Yeah. Um, when I was dealing with um, some, like, intrusive thoughts and stuff, it was a perfect way to escape and not be present in my mind and just to let go from those emotions, those negative emotions that I was feeling. Mm. But it was also a really good way to like express my emotions. Yeah. And I found it was an amazing way to test my boundaries too. Um, Cause I started to become very perfectionist with my art. So I started setting myself little challenges um, where I could not fix my mistakes and I had to live with them <laughs> and accept the beauty in them. So I think it's taught me a lot. That's such a good point. And I think an important thing to chat about as well is that art is it can be sometimes, does that saying like a double-edged sword of thing, you know, yeah. it can be a great outlet and a great thing to focus on, but um, you can always then, I guess, become too focused in a sense with some yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, how do you, so it was just some of those goals that you set yourself to make sure that you didn't spend too long um, focusing and changing things about your art. Was that sort of the main thing that helped? Um, yeah. So so I would spend forever making sure that my paint was within the lines and stuff. Yeah. I got to the point where I would accidentally go without, like, out of the lines and I just left it. I was like, no, nope, that's pretty. That's its own art. That's amazing. And I just, yeah, I started experimenting with things that I would have found before as not good enough mm -hmm. and just trying to view them as, like, that, yeah, how natural naturally like artistically beautiful they are themselves that's really cool I think also the point about it being a distraction technique is important as well yeah. um like we talk about we're all talking about different forms of art I think in different ways and different expressions even myself I'm not real I wouldn't say I'm artistic but I enjoy art so like even just little doodles or like coloring in books like um it, even though it's not a art form that I would then sell or you know do anything with I still think it's a really fun outlet for myself and a good distraction technique even to sort of be focused and be mindful with it in some yeah. ways as well mm -hmm. I find a lot of pleasure in um the texture of pencils and pens and things like that so I think that's a really fun way to express it's kind of like a way to vent out yeah well. yeah definitely and um exploring color and all those different things like to sometimes associate with mood even like things that you don't always think about, but it can be a great distraction when you think through about that. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. What about, I guess, exploring then some of that art that we talk about um, with achievement? And I mentioned before about, I guess I have some feelings where I have an association maybe that my, what I produce should be something to sell with the consumer society that we exist in, like calling myself out on that. Um, 
the sense of achievement and validation that comes with art. Do people have thoughts, opinions around that? Yeah, I mean, I I sort of started to set myself um, small goals, like Taylor sort of mentioned. I think that's a really important thing. Um, but with a sense of achievement, I think it's kind of that thing once you find your people or, you know, the people that you're supposed to be spending your time with or that you want to spend time with, it's less about the achievement side of things and more about going through and just being like, ah, oh, heck, I've made a mistake, but it doesn't mm. matter. Um, and I've been lucky enough to be, you know, recognised for some of my art um, through Sala and other other sort of exhibitions. Um, but when I reflect on that, it's so, like, that doesn't come to mind. It's about the people that I've connected with. Yeah. It's about the experiences I've made, you know, all of those wonderful things. And it, and it becomes less about the achievement, but more about, you know, it sounds a bit trite, but more about the journey or mm -hmm. yeah. the, the things you learn along the way, which is so cool. Yeah. So like just humbling and so amazing when you sort of all are in that space of positivity and growth and mm. learning and all that sort of great stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what comes out of when we talk about getting into life. Like it is about the journey and the connections and the things you make along the way. Like um what you do with getting into life doesn't always necessarily have to be something that you share with everyone, but it's amazing that there's these things that can come out of putting more, I guess putting more effort into um being more involved in your own life with yourself that naturally that then forms some of those connections and that journey as you've mentioned, Nate, um along the way it forms that journey. I found that with myself um I would pinpoint achievement as a goal mm. and when I had completed that goal that was my achievement and I think that yeah much like Nay, it was just finding that the journey was actually the achievement itself yeah. not the end goal not the end result yeah and does that come from um reflection so once you're sort of feeling like you've made some progress with it all um does that only come from reflection or is that something you felt along the way I think I've definitely felt it along the way. Yeah. Um, probably just because I I I give myself so many goals <laughs> that I stress myself out. Yeah. Um, and then I just yeah, it, I think that's made me reflect on the fact that those goals aren't really as important. It's the process of getting there. That's the yeah. fun part. And just not to lose the fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good point. I love that. Um what do you then say to people that were interested in getting into life and trying out any expression of art or any art form? Just do it. Yeah, actually just like, you know, as it sounds like, again, so try it, but Taylor took the words out of my mouth. Just like do it and see what happens. And if you go outside the lines or you tip your paint over your painting or whatever, it's just like, actually, heck yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah that thing of doing and just those small things getting the ball rolling is just the best feeling once it's all rolling and all happening but until yeah. you get to that point it's just like all just kind of daydreamy sort of stuff which is nice in itself but to actually see yourself doing things on any level is just the best it's so cool yeah and I think you're um being kind to yourself along that way because you're, you're making time just to learn and grow yourself um with any time you try something new so I think that's um, important to consider along the way as well yeah do you guys have any more points I guess you'd like to share around that topic then of art or um, getting into life with art um I think for me I was using art as an escape for a very long time mm -hmm. but then it actually turned into me 
using it as a form to re-engage with the community mm. and to re-engage with um networks and just people that like inspired me but I was scared to engage with before um I did an exhibition last year called stop faking it around anxiety which is something I was feeling very heavily at the time yeah and um yeah that just opened up so many doors and it just really made me so connected with my community and yeah I think that's definitely what getting back into life is all about I love that I love the point of stop faking it like trying to do you want to elaborate a bit more on that so stop faking it the phrase is pretty much something that like a lot of people with anxiety have to face being like that's something that's said to them all the time Mm -hmm. why are you faking it because people don't understand so I wanted to debunk the stigma around that and just make it more understandable because I did some research and found out that um a lot of the time when you tell people things, it's hard for them to understand. But when you mm-hmm. show them, it's a lot easier for them to understand. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do that through my heart. That's amazing. Congratulations for Thank doing you. that. Thank you. Really cool, Thank you. So yeah, that's something to, I think to be super proud of. And I think it's great that you have, a, I guess, a platform to do some of that as well. It's, it's really Definitely. awesome. Yeah. I feel like something's are easier shown than said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's hard to verbalise everything. Yeah. So do you feel like um, art fits into that then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it's easier to present like an image or something like through your own creations because like it has its own style, its own suave, its own vibes. Mm-hmm. I love that. It has its own vibes. Yeah. That's definitely something I would say. <laughs> like, it's important to just vibe out things that you're doing and yeah. making sure it fits with what you want. Yeah. It's a safe way to do that because it's yeah. the way that you feel comfortable. I like yeah. That. Definitely. Well, thank you guys for coming along and having a chat to us. Um, you've come along in representation of Mindshare. I thought, do you mind telling us a little bit about Mindshare and what you do? Um, yeah, thanks, Claire. Um, so Mindshare is an initiative of the Mental Health Coalition of South Australia. Um, it's an online platform that sort of promotes and celebrates creativity and provides a voice for those with lived experience um, of mental illness. So it's a space for anybody and we encourage anyone who's an artist or a creative or just you want to just try it out um, to become involved and reach out to us. So, you know, we're on socials, we've got our own website that we sort of, you know, uh, spotlight people that want to be involved in that community, but it's a great place and I know I love it and I think Taylor loves it as well. Oh, so. I love it. It's great. It's so cool. It's so cool. That's amazing. Um, and I'll be sure to put the Mindshare details in the description of the podcast. So if you're looking um, to specifically find the website, just look in the description and you can click through um, and read more about all the awesome work everyone at Mindshare is doing. Thank you. That's so kind. Thanks. Yeah. But thank you for coming along. Um, if this has brought up anything for you in the discussions we've had today, um, there'll be some information in the description to reach out. Um, Headspace Adelaide is always here and we have our website if you're interested in learning more about getting into life and some of the tips for a healthy headspace. But thanks everyone for being involved today and having a chat. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here.